Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Alistair, <laughs> when's the last time you did something good for your face? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> well, I recently got a Harry's Razor starter pack and it's one of the best things I've ever done for my face. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, Andy, do you great. know about this? Uh, Alistair, I've, I've, I've heard about this. If you go to harrys.com forward slash think tank. Think tank. Is it, or is it two and tank? Think, think tank. tank. Think tank. Then all you got to pay is for the price of shipping. Which is what? $13. No, no. No, you get $13 worth of value. Yeah. What do you pay? Just the price of shipping. Which is a couple of bucks. There's a few right? bucks. It's nothing. It's, it's almost nothing. Right? Do you know exactly how much it is? No, because it, because it varies depending on your location. Well, That's how shipping works. Well, it was a... It felt like you were trapping me by asking me how much it was. I'm sorry, Alistair. <laughs> you obviously knew that I couldn't know that. <laughs> I was hoping for, you know, a couple of bucks. You've, you've, we've done this ad many times now, and every time it's a joy. And every yeah. time I say shipping, it's a couple of bucks. It's nothing. I yeah, know, but I was doing it. All right. I was doing it my style. It's a totally different thing. So, if you go to harrys.com forward slash think tank. Or is it two in tank? No, no, it's think tank. Okay, great. Uh, you, can, you can get that starter pack or wait till partway through the show and we'll tell you a little bit more. Right, but if you don't want to, if you can't wait that long. If you can't wait. By go. all means, go there right now. Yeah. And we'll see you later on when you come back to the show clean shaven with a fresh face. Yeah. And the comedy that's coming your way we'll, will fall on soft and... Uh, tissues. Yes, tissues. Tissues. And we'll be able to feel it. I can already feel it that one of you is cleanly shaved. You think this is a one-way street? You think you're the only ones who experience you listening to this podcast? No. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. This is a new... Podcast technology's come a long way. Mm. And we're able to now experience your experience yeah. as part of, you know, feedback metrics. Yep, and one of you is really angry. Mm-hmm. Not happy about even this. Anyway. Hello, and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, this far. Yeah, so far yeah. you've done really great. Um, what about, like, can you picture a person who's replaced their skeleton with bricks? Alistair, what do you mean by that? Well, let's say it's like a Wolverine scenario. Okay. <laughs> but, but instead, instead of like... 
I mean, instead of making a, a man with an adamantium skeleton who's yeah. stronger and more powerful, they've they've made they they've taken the um mm. you know it's 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 the three little pigs right but mm-hmm. uh but but now instead of building a house right yeah. they're building a new skeleton. One of the pigs built a skeleton out of straw. One of the pigs twigs built a skeleton out of sticks. Another third one skeleton out of bricks. Right, and he's the one that we respect. He doesn't. He hasn't necessarily made them out of a material that's. Like adamantium, much stronger. No, but he's made it out of one that is definitely heavier and more brittle. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's like it's like some futuristic military type thing, but instead, you know, it's it's in a future where we've realised that, you know, violence isn't the answer, and maybe you know that they're taking a mutant man mm. and they've found a way to make him more sensitive, more sensible. And to actually see that you know, to, he's 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 enhanced in such a way that he's able to see that there are other solutions. He's forced to see, mm. find solutions that aren't violence. Well, that's quite an interesting thing. Is that instead of like just dearming a country, which I think maybe you should do, you know, de- like you know, stricter gun rules and mm-hmm. things like that, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But what if you also peel off most of people's skin. Okay, interesting. Because then everybody's also more sensitive to pain. Yeah. So even you know, even small acts of violence mm-hmm. will be heinous. So so like, you know, we're at the moment we're pushing for the denuclearization of the Korean mm. peninsula. And, you know, eventually ideally the entire world would be denuclearized. Sure. To, you know, reduce the chances of catastrophic violence. Mm. But what you're pitching is if nobody had any skin. Yeah. Then what a wonderful world this world would be. Yeah, the de-epidermization. Uh, yeah, the hyperexfoliation. The hyperexfoliation of, of the human population. The human, yeah, and so then it'll be great in wraps as well. Yeah, what was it again? The hyperexfoliation of the human population. Oh yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, mm. at least one rapper will get to use it. Yeah. And, you know, in a, in a way we're unwrapping people as well. That's true. I rap about the unwrap that occurred, about the hyperexfoliation of the denuclearization of, of the, the population. population. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could still believe, I guess it doesn't really stop the problem of denuclearization. You could, you'd probably still need to do that. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, Cause I mean, nuclear bombs would only become a bigger problem, really. If anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's only so many fridges that we can hide in, like uh, Indiana Jones, to protect ourselves from nuclear bombs. Which I, for one, was convinced by, and yeah. I thought was an excellent plot point that only strengthened an otherwise flawless film. Yeah. I mean, and that's the problem, though. The only problem is that every household has one, at most, two fridges. Yes. Often three, four, five people in a house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And uh, although he's given us a beautiful solution, uh, Mr. Who's the director of that film? Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Although he's given us a wonderful solution to the nuclear, you know, an alternative to the nuclear disarmament. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only houses, sort of like big ships, mm. had sort of rescue fridges. That they were like just attached to the side of the house. Interesting. That you could just lower in the event of you know a bomb is coming. Yeah. Oh, I I think like like they don't necessarily. I guess they you know that's perfectly valid, Alistair. 
rescue fridges. I also like the idea that they're almost you know, because because in in a, in a spaceship, mm-hmm. right? You've got your escape pods. Yeah, they are little spaceships. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of little houses that you could get into on the sides of the house that will drop off. But then, of course, they don't go anywhere. They would just sit there on the ground next to the house. Can we write down um, removing people's skin as a form of, like, radical um, demilitarisation of some kind? Like, you know, it's it's by making people much more sensitive, um, yes, we're also making them more vulnerable to disease. Mm -hmm. And I would say that overall probably the number of deaths worldwide will go up. As a result sure. of this... Um, but there's a chance that, you know, alongside it will come, you know, b- greater powers for disinfecting... Uh, oh, sure, there's a chance. Infections? Yeah. And certainly, again, we'll have more incentive to come I mean, up with them. There's got to be an upper limit to how powerful bacteria can get. You know, That's how resistant to things. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, there's... Uh, surely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing's totally... Look, this indestructible. is indestructible. This is from basic conversations I've had with some biologists. Yep. But I know that like This is from your basic conversations with biologists series. Series, yeah. Yeah. Um this is while I was feeding mosquitoes. So while mm-hmm. I had my arm in a in a cage filled with three hundred mosquitoes and the mosquitoes were biting my arm. This is actually the perfect situation to have a basic conversation with a biologist. Well, I'm trapped anyway, so I may as well speak to the biologists in the mm-hmm. room. It was that or the mosquitoes. Yeah. And you've, you've, you'd already exhausted all your small talk. Mm. Really small talk. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, and I asked them, and there's a, there's a thing with, like, that, you know, they, bacteria carry certain, you know, they can add things to their body, you know, that kind of, like, parallel evolution stuff where they can take a trait that's in the form of a protein or something like that from, yeah, from another, another thing. I can't remember what they're called. but They're almost like plug and play. It's like Lego. Yeah, but you can only, every time you add another thing to your body, it's there is an evolutionary disadvantage to that. There's a because payoff. You're, well, there, there's a payoff, but then there's also the opposite of a payoff. Pay on. Yeah, we know where, where it's like a... A cost. A cost, thank yep. you. And... Um, so, like, you know, it makes you heavier, makes you less capable of moving quickly. Mm. Maybe you can't catch prey as easily and shit like that. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, it's like you're loading yourself up with armour mm. while you can't carry as many guns or something. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or, you, you know, or you can't run from, like, grenades, which are one of the few things that can probably penetrate armour very easily. Do you think there's a sketch in um, in sort of the angle of... And this, uh, I have, like, this is... Not there's no comedy in this mm. suggestion. There's almost nothing in this suggestion. Okay, but there's a is there a sketch in something to do with CRISPR that um you know genetic you know household genetic manipulation yeah. sort of technology mm-hmm. that is making uh, editing genes mm. of bacteria and that sort of thing accessible to almost any anyone really is you know it's putting putting the power in the hands of the. Uh, the every, you and I. Yeah, right. The I everyday I joke. I didn't know it was that easy. It's not quite that easy, but it's more or less that easy. Like, you know, what once would have been an insanely complicated thing, it can now be done really, really simply Okay. in labs all over the place. And I feel like, you know, not too far down the track, your, your, your kid. My kid. Your Otis. kid. Your son, Otis, yeah. when he's in grade two or three, mm-hmm. one of his pro- school projects will be genetic 
modification. Just like of making a, like a pig chimera. Yeah. Of like, like a pig man. Yeah. A pig man like with s- sausage nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be like that'll so because you know so like those you know like those fuck drawings that kids mm. give to parents anyway. Dra- yeah. So that'll just be a fucked animal. Yeah, that'll actually make it a reality. And you know, much like drawing within the lines mm. of um, a, a picture at the moment, you know, kids are expected to colour in and draw within the lines. Yeah. You know, with with this technology, they'll be expected to, I guess, stay within the bounds of, you know, ethical scientific behaviour, maybe. Yeah, or, but they have trouble. Or they'll, they'll have to create something that is capable of surviving mm. in, you know. Under Earth-like conditions. So it'll be sort of like... So their little school projects will be things like CRISPR and genetic Mm. modification. Probably they'll learn stuff about big data science. Yeah. You know, they'll probably... (laughs) I guess they'll be taught a bit of white hat hacking (laughs) and then big data science and then they'll learn Mm. how to sort of like siphon stuff off of from Google and and Facebook and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll learn how to like... They'll change... They'll change your pa- their parents' behavior, behavior through yeah. their Instagram accounts or something yeah, like that. Yeah, elementary social media mipula- manipulation of, like, population sets mm. using targeted, uh, you know, whatever it is. This is all going to be done. Yeah, this is a sort of – because this is the future. These are the jobs of the future. These mm. are the skills that employers are looking for. And at the moment they're finding that, you know – that Australian kids aren't getting taught this sort of stuff. This is what the employers are, cr- are crying out for. And so the national curriculum is going to have to be modified so that kids, you know, mm. as young as two or three are learning about, you know, wholesale electoral fraud. Well, it's important at this stage because mm. we're, we're going to fall behind. We're going to fall behind, and exactly. Then, you know, I guess they could probably be writing sort of um, spam bots that... Uh, yeah. But also I guess they'll be involved in a lot of... Um, Sort of pretty high tech, um, uh, you know, video manipulation that allows them to sort of make propaganda that you know changes mm-hmm. the faces of certain people and puts like you know rather than the fa- faces of a famous person, maybe the face of a teacher or something like that, or, or us. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe to, to or, threaten or their us. parents or yeah. something like that. Yeah, go clean your room. Oh yeah. Well, if you tell me to go clean my room, I'm gonna ma- make a video of you. Release a deep fake of you yeah. engaged in a disgusting act. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have you put in prison? Prison and yeah, yeah like maybe ha- make it go viral. They yeah. can they can manipulate a lot of the um, the social media like elites. They'll have connections with them, and they'll be able right. to sort of you know right. falsify a a, a, a a movement of viral. Uh, yeah, a viral movement. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I I think that's what we should be expecting from our teachers and that's the skills that we expect our children to have. These days, yeah. These days or, you know, very soon. Yeah, and if they could make scones or something like that, it would be good too. (laughs) But, um, you know, I might be coming from an older world. I feel like they could genetically engineer an animal that makes scones. Or that is a scone. That is a scone. That tastes and looks like a scone. I saw a tiny... I'm... You you don't know what it's like having a kid, Alistair. When you have when you become a father, yeah, changes you and you, you know everything. So changes. you're different. Yeah, I'm different. Do you now. think? Do you think like you're angrier and sort of like you snap at me more and you? Sure, that's more, part of it. There's more tension in the air. That's between part us. of it, Alistair. That's part of it. That's very much part of it. But also part of it is, is now that like you're just so sensitive to stuff. 
Like I saw a tiny little bit of a clip mm. of um, of a new Pixar short, which had like a little talking dumpling, and I couldn't keep watching it because the dumpling was so cute, and I was worried about it getting eaten. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was like, like an actual dumpling, like a Chinese dumpling. Yeah, yeah. And it spoke. It spoke. It was in a little bowl, and it spoke. Was and I was like, like, I can't, I can't watch any more seconds of this because I'm worried about. The welfare so of this it was, baby dumpling. So it was seconds. It wasn't like the main meal. It, it's going back for more. It's quite possible. Um, All the other dumplings I think had been eaten. I started to worry about what had happened a, to them. Is this a ratatouille too? He gets into Asian cooking. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Mm. Um, ratatouille too. Tui. 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 Anyway. Um, um, well, like you know, as you know, Andy... I've also been changed in that way, and today I was telling you about even just thinking of the the day where NASA announces that that they've found life on another planet, yeah. and I started to weep at just the thought that we, I, we do go, oh my God, we're not alone, and somehow like it's like, oh, that's a weird, that's a really weird feeling, and I didn't realize I really needed to hear that. Yeah, I, it's crazy, and I, I I didn't react in the same way, way as you, Alistair, mm. but. I I think it's interesting that like the the discovery of other species may make humanity as a whole aware of emotions, background emotions that we've had our entire lives. Mm. You know, like a child who grows up without a father might not realize. You sure. know, they've that, got some stuff. Yeah, they've got some stuff. Of An some anxiety, kind. maybe. Oh, look, sort. I feel like now I'm saying that children need a father in order to be whole. But what the whole point was that maybe humanity, you know, when we discover another species, we'll realise that we were looking as humans for a friend this entire time. Exactly. I mean, it could also work with, um, like, somebody who gets to, let's say, 18 Mm. and tries, like, you know, melted cheese on toast. Yes. And they go, oh, my God, I didn't realise I'd been carrying around an anxiety. Okay, Alistair, that's really offensive for you to suggest that kids who don't have melted cheese on toast are somehow not living a full well, life. Andy, if you ask me, and, and I'm just sorry, trying, and I'm trying not... to suggest that parents who can't provide their kids with melted cheese on toast are somehow not real parents. Andy. And not a real family. I'm sorry, but I don't apologise for this. That was, a, was an attempt at humour. Yeah, that's good. Um, but uh, as was I think, what I was doing, and mine was arguably less funny. Well, great, great. Um, but I just think that a child needs at least a a mother or a father, or no, <laughs> <laughs> it needs at least some kind of guardian. Yeah, right, yeah. and a piece of melted cheese on toast. Yeah, and I I I, I hear what you're saying, Alistair, and, mm-hmm. and I realise that. You know, uh, melted cheese on toast can bring people comfort. Right. right? I realise that a parent sure. or a guardian, whoever that may be, can also bring people comfort. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to see those two things calibrated against each other. You know, Against? Yes. So, for example, if you didn't have mother yep. or father, whatever it is that you might feel is missing from your life, mm-hmm. exactly how much melted cheese on toast is that equivalent to? You That's know? true, yeah. So, okay. you know, and because a lot of people who feel they're missing whatever it is from their lives, try and fill that hole in their life with something, cheese, whatever it is, food. Sure. You know, exercise, drugs. Mm -hmm. And they feel like they can't actually fill that hole. 
Right. But that might just be because we don't know exactly how much you need. Or, like, maybe what shape hole it is. Maybe you need to be eating smaller pieces. Right, so they can get like, into the corners. They can get into the corners. And yeah, like that. chewing yeah. it up more. Because, <laughs> I mean, sometimes a lot, yeah, the problem is just the, the amount of mastication that's occurring. It's the mastication issue. Mastication um, calculation. Yeah. Mis- mistake your... Mis- miscalculation. Ratio. Mastication, miscalculation. Um, is there something in that? Is there something in trying to, you know, that the, the, these mm. comfort foods, uh, sure. or we rank all the comforts, you know, that having, you know, uh, being at home so, with a loving family so I guess the, is the, equal to about 48 tonnes so of melted kind of the, cheese So I guess the premise of the sketch, if we were to break it down, yes, it's, it's about orphans. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, great. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know, if we we always feel like, oh, we can't give these people necessarily the family that they wanted for work, mm. you know, some sort of reason. But we have worked out exactly how to give them the, the equivalent amount of comfort through other means. Sure. What if? What if? This is this is equal inside this truck. The contents of this truck are, are equal, mathematically equivalent to a happy childhood. What about in order to just. When I said this was about orphans, I think I was trying to make that funny in that I thought that was maybe not. I think the basis of it is a little, there's something missing that it's too sad for mm. it to be what we're, we're going for. So what oh, if. Oh, well, I really leaned into the orphans then. Yeah, you, know? you, you really <laughs> leaned into the orphans. I thought, I thought you'd, feel, you'd feel that, but actually, look, the, occasionally we don't read each other's. No, I didn't feel it at all. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, great, orphans. Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> Comedy fodder. But like, what if it's trying to make a kid feel better? So it's still a sad kid. Oh, thank God. But he's like lost a dog. Okay, yes. Right? So it's been, it's been a very, very important dog. Let's say... See, this is more sad to me. Yeah, but that's fine because I think it's, it's less formative. Mm, okay. I think it's... Yeah. So... Then you're talking to it about, you know, the comfort that a friend and a dog get brings. Mm, mm. And then you start talking about cheese on toast, melted cheese on toast. And then you actually fi- find that through calculations that the perfect amount of melted cheese on toast to give this kid to replace the, his dog yeah. is equivalent to one dog made up of melted cheese. Made up of melted cheese on toast, sort of stacked up on top of each other yeah. into the shape. And then he just has to eat his way through <laughs> that. And then he will have, like, it will be the end of the grieving process. I think that's amazing. And I like that more broadly. If we can, we can say it's amazing. We've worked out it's like a universal constant mm. that the comfort that you get from anything is equal to that thing's weight in melted cheese. So, mm-hmm. you know, sorry to bring back orphans, shape. but like a... Yeah, <laughs> in shape. In shape. In, you know, be it, be it lost parents, mm-hmm. be it a lost love. Yeah. You know. Maybe like you, maybe you lost like a drone that you got for Christmas. A drone or yeah. a house. Yeah, you lost your house. A big, big pile of bricks. And a big drone fire. You know that lo- sense of loss that you get when you lose a big pile of bricks? Uh, yeah, well, that's... That's it, equivalent that... to eating a huge pile of bricks of... Uh, cheese and toast. So you eat bricks as well? No. So look, I'm going to write cheese on toast. Yeah. Uh, Comfort. Comfort ratio or comfort one-to-one comfort ratio. One-to-one comfort wait ratio. Yeah. 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 Um, And 
it it I think I'm I I'm find it appealing that we discover you know because because it's always nice when you find out there are connections in the universe between other things and mm. you know where you might not have expected them i was really hoping that the hubble constant would turn out to be one what's the know? hubble constant the hubble constant is the number that determines how fast the universe is expanding and whether or not the universe is going to continue expanding it's going to reach a, or it's going to reach a steady state or yeah. it's going to collapse yeah. Right. And if the Hubble constant is one, it's going to reach a steady state. If it's greater than one, it's going to keep expanding. If it's less than one, it's going to collapse. Steady state. It means it'll just stop. Yeah. It'll reach a certain size, and then stop expanding because there's enough mass in the universe to slow the gravity, uh, slow the expansion mm. through gravity. It just feels like that could never really happen. Um, well, you're right. Event- the, the universe would still experience heat death, but like the expansion of the universe in terms of... Like but it wouldn't just slow down. Like it, it would, I, don't know. I don't know what the edge would look like. It feels like the edge can't stop moving. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Anyway, they were but, trying to find it out. Anyway, I think they found out it's going to keep expanding forever. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the current, uh, the current take on what, working out what that number is. I'm just trying to remember some stuff. I could yeah, be wrong about everything. That's fine. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is that like, when a universal constant or something like that, something about the universe turns out to be some really satisfying mm. correlation, like one, that'd be great. Whereas yeah. this, the you know, the one-to-one ratio of melted cheese to lost love or whatever it is. Now, do you think that they would have to make the cheese on toast sculpture yeah. in one go and then you just eat your way through it? That's that's what I quite like about it. Yeah, I I like seeing the when the child who's lost its dog is presented with this huge sort of melted mm. hideous mass of cheese and toast. And I guess that's kind of also why it's like it'll be easier, like let's say for a young kid to, you know, lose a goldfish because then he, they kind of get used to that concept of eating <laughs> melted <laughs> eating cheese on their toast. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a smaller. Yeah. But you know, but there's a limit to eating your feelings in this. You know, you know that there's an end to it. So you're also learning not to just go overboard. Okay, now how about this? <laughs> Grandma dies. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the family is sad. Yeah. Do we need a grandma? A cheese on toast grandma for every member of the family, or can we all gather around and eat the one cheese on toast grandma? Because I feel like there's an element to that of which is like like that brings people together. You, that time spent as a family mm. eating the cheese on toast grandma could be yeah you know just as valuable, and that's actually part of the Look, the grief, I think, I think the grief a, eating process. I think that that's a nice that's a nice thing to do, but I think every person needs to eat a grandma. <laughs> I, well, then I'd like to pitch as a sort of a separate half sketch, mm. a cultural practice whereby in this culture, when a loved one dies, they get together and eat an equivalent cheese on toast. The family eats yeah. an equivalent cheese on toast. Or like their favourite food, but it's shaped yes. like them. Made into, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's say... When let's say, I die... Let's say their favourite f- <laughs> favorite food was a dumpling. Yep. Would, would you do a stack of dumplings mm-hmm. shaped like them... Or would you make a One. core mince meat kind of thing, uh, like and then and then just put that noodle over the top and sort of like pinch it around? <laughs> this this can this is worrying because I think already the human body is is too close to being a dumpling. Yeah, but you would remove all the bone. There wouldn't be any bones. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> But you might need to like to keep the structure of a dumpling that big. You might have to put in some kind of skeleton. That's for the dumpling engineers to figure out, Andy. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, I'm going to write as the, the mini sketch that eat. Yeah. Okay. Eat. Eat. Eat a. Eat a. Eat a lost family member. Culture. Hey, Al. Yeah. Here's something fun. Which culture do you think would do that? Let's assign it to a particular culture around the world. Well, I think. I think you know a lot of the colonies, uh, like the one we're in, uh, need more more culture. Yes, because I mean, right. if there's one thing that people are constantly throwing at white pe- people at the moment yep. is that they don't have any culture. That's great, right? And so we're putting an end to it. Here's another full uh, then, Alistair. Here's another full sketch idea, right? It's the White Culture Institute. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it incorporates that idea that we just came up with then, but it's a group who are inventing novel cultural practices that white people can feel good about that mm. don't involve any form of appropriation. Okay, yeah. that are entirely um, self-contained, and I feel like eating your relatives will wait in their favorite food. Yeah, but weight and shape. Weight and shape. <laughs> At, 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 like at, at their wake. Mm. Mm. And then later on their nap. Yeah. What? Wake and nap. Wake and nap. Because you got to eat You a wake lot. up from a nap? Well, you, first you're at the wake, and then you have you eat their their body in in dumplings or, yep. you know, spaghetti bolognese. Right. And then you need to... And then you nap. Then you sleep it off, and then you wake up, and you're... you're that's the, the gr- grieving process. That's a lot of the grieving process right it's there. out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should get one, at least, you know, one paid day a year to do that. Now, this is nice as well like because it is the we're, – we're consolidating because I think the five stages of grieving, mm. that's too many. Yeah. So now we've got it down to two. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of steps to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this feels like something kind of like Elon Musk would want because he loves right. he loves streamlining things, yes, getting, getting rid of un, un you know mm-hmm. non useful meetings and and layers whatnot. of bureaucracy. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Red so just, tape. Yeah, you literally process someone's death mm-hmm. by processing them mm-hmm. through your body. I really got that out of my system. Yeah, and that's like that would be the most sort of mournful. Poop. Mm. <laughs> and the thing is, is that you'd probably work your way through the hands and legs, you know, like the feet and sort of the ankles and all so that kind of stuff. So you think like the face you eat last? Well, I don't know. I think it's that chest and torso that you you're yeah, just, you, right. you really struggle through. And it's – and that's also like why having a big family – you know, the metaphor of the support network and everything like that is even more powerful when mm, you're helping each you're, other. You're to, helping each other to finish this body. Now, I mean, look how how much how how horrible do you want this conversation to be, Alistair? Because I can, I think there's some more detail we can go Great. into. I here, would love that. Right. So I think that also part of it then is going to be the process of making this food together, right? Mm. And what that's going to involve is making a plaster cast of your dead relative. Yeah. Right. Right. Turning that into a mold, mm. lining that mold with something, filling it up with whatever foodstuffs. Now I picture, and I think this could be quite a good thing. We mm. this is this could be the return of preserved meats in aspic. Remember aspic? Or you, you ever seen this? It's like a kind of a an animal, a boiled animal bone type oh, jelly. jelly. 
Yeah, it's a clear jelly, yeah. right? And into that jelly, you can set a whole lot of stuff. So you can set mm-hmm. in all their favourite foods. You sure. know, even they've got a range of things, even some small trinkets and objects. But wait, is this what just what we're making their basic mold? This out no, of? no, we've made the mold, right? Yeah. And then we're pouring this aspic into the mold. Which that's going to form the the overall form of the body, like the general shape yeah. that's going to. I think we can only do this if that's their favourite food. No, but the, well, the, we've got the aspic, and then into that aspic, yeah. that's where we insert their favourite food. So it's oh, got right. some structural integrity. <laughs> okay, right. I see. <sighs> Alistair, I feel like you're not following this. No, well, I look... It's I, really clear. It's very clear. I mean, and that's what why it's a jelly, right? That's why it's a jelly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, but then... So then you're just thumbing... You're just sort of thumbing dumplings into, into this aspic... Well, the, this is before it sets. You put them in there and then you let them set. In so it's a, like a liquid. Liquid. It's a liquid, right? And then you drop all the stuff in there that you okay. want. Okay. I some was imagining bananas, you chilled it in this giant sardines. fridge. No. You, then you chill it after all the foods are in there. Anyway, look, Alice said maybe it's not going to work, okay? I just yeah. put it out there. I went. I took a risk. I went out on a limb. I thought that was Look, and I think that, Andy, as as members of the White Culture Institute. Yeah. Um, we. You know, like. <laughs> It's it's up to us to make sure that we are looking at all angles in which these yeah. things can be done, yeah. and that you know we can at least begin by uh, distributing to different sort of uh, subcultures or different areas of of you know the mm. country or the world mm. um, different ways of doing this to see kind of where they take up you know so we can get some data data. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mm. You know, see how people like it. That's interesting because, you know, it'd be good to have, like, just some, in general, mm. new cultural practices yeah. that sort of anybody can access, like like you would an app. You know, you, you bring it up on your phone, maybe you pay a couple of bucks, and you get access to new cultural practices that yep. you that are, like, they're, like, Open source, they're royalty free, so they're not associated with any particular culture, and they're the sort of thing that you can't possibly offend anybody. Oh, something or, you know, tech, cross any lines that you don't want to cross. I think the tech culture would be really into that. They love mm. a bit of open source. Yeah, open yeah. source culture. Yeah, that's well. That that'll be the kind of stuff that the uh, white white culture institute will create. Yeah, or eventually when they want to monetize this stuff that they're doing. I mean, technically through through having been a, a culture that has imposed their values onto other. Uh, cultures, I think that also makes automatically other cultures capable of just taking their things anyway. Yeah. Because they're from, a, you know, it's being imposed on them anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Because then, you know, if somebody dies at the office, you know, and then the boss is like, well, let's get a, let's get a, like a thing made up of like, um, mm. like salami baguettes made up of Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Like that, and then they get it, and then you kind of have like a work one, and sometimes everybody like, gathers around with their little paper plates and eats their salami, their, their portion yeah. of salami baguette mark. Yeah, 
mm. you know, and then people who are not necessarily white will also have to do that. And so for them to then bring that, that idea back to their homes, you know, we can't, we can't blame them for appropriating no, that bit of culture because we're, we're pushing it on them. Yeah. You know, and that's through the, these, these, these damn white people being at the top of a lot of these major corporations. Well, and it's, but then it's, then it's almost like uh, because in you know Australia when we have new people come to this country yeah. we expect them to do things the way we do things here. That's know? that's what I hear. And, and this would be part of that. Yeah. You know, if you're coming to Australia, you're going to do things the mm-hmm. Australian way. Yeah. All right. So we don't want your weird foreign culture over here. Yeah. When you come here, what we do when someone dry, dies is we eat them. Yeah. And unless your weird foreign culture thing that you do. Yes. Unless that's the deceased's favorite food. Right. Okay, well then that's that's interesting. That's very nice. Yeah. That that's that it can accommodate, you know, and that's the beauty of our multiculturalism mm-hmm. that within the Australian way of life there's so many ways that we can incorporate. We yeah. still allow people to express themselves. That's right, cuz there's a chance that, you know, um uh you know, Mark from mm. from Saudi Arabia who works yes. you know in the uh, who works in the finance department yeah right it was these like it was this loose minced meat crepes things that he made <laughs> right with like a weird spice that nobody knows yeah turns out he brought those in one day that was the guy who died's favorite thing he'd ever eaten great so suddenly CEO comes in says guy just died. His favorite food, Mark, it was those crepes you brought in with the loose meat and that spice that nobody yeah. can pick, right? So now you got to make it. Yeah. you got to make it. Like, I mean, we can get people in. We can get Susie. We can get Trevor. Everybody, oh, everybody make a different limb. We can, yeah, but we'll all come and you can show us how to do it and we'll... This you know. is, you know, this is, I'm actually getting a little emotional. Yeah, as emotional as finding out we're not alone in the universe. Well, I... I don't care about sport. No. You know, I don't care about the AFL. The only time I really get excited about it is when I see somebody from a different culture getting really excited about it. Yeah. Someone who's come to Australia. Great. And I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. The system works. Oh, so you, you get ex- you you value this thing. So you get you get excited by assimilation. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nothing excites me like assimilation. I like to see them shed the things that made them unique <laughs> and just fold in, you know, mm-hmm. fold into mm-hmm. our sort of drunken, yobbo, kind yeah. of oppressive, toxic masculinity. Absolutely. When I see that subsume them yeah. like a wave crashing over a drowning man, mm, yeah. that's when I think, yes, or the you, system works. You know, like watching... Imagine watching like a really dehydrated person. Like, you've got goggles on. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're in the ocean with okay. a really dehydrated person. What? And you go underwater and you're looking for fish. You see them piss. You see them piss into the ocean. <laughs> They're treading water. You guys are in deep. But he's at the top. You're. Right. You see the piss, and this cloud, cloud yep. this cloud of yellow 
comes, just kind of like materializes, sort of moves like smoke off a cigarette. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like billows it's, out. Billows yeah. out around the chronocrutchal area. Yeah. Like that. And then slowly you see it start sort of shifting and widening, but then fading in color, you know, and then slowly disappearing and assimilating with the water around it. Right. So the immigrant was the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the immigrant was the piss, and the ocean was white people, or general Australian culture. And now they're just like, they're spread and everywhere. that your friend's sort of genitals was like their home country. <laughs> Surely their bladder is the home country, and the genitals are Australians' border protection Or regime. like a plane. Or an aeroplane. Yeah, or an aeroplane or, like, a cruise ship. Yeah, no, your metaphor worked better, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you always had waves crashing on a person. Well, actually, your metaphor worked better because it totally erased my metaphor from my <laughs> mind. Like, I was an un- incapable of thinking about yeah. that or anything else ever again, probably. Yeah. Ah, so um, we know. have um, we have three words from a listener. No, wait, we're not quite there yet. What do we're, you mean? Th- well, we're that was this there. was a half sketch. Yeah, but now and we this got... is the fourth one. And also, we have to mention the uh... Harry's razors. Yeah, Alistair. We don't have to mention Harry's razors. Well, we get to mention Harry's razors. It's a huge every opportunity. few weeks. Alistair and I, you know, um, it's like it's like something you get a nod at work, right? You get you get a promotion, you get a chance to show yourself. On a, mm-hmm. a at a new uh, area in a new skill set, talent quest, talent quest, and this is the sort of thing that could lead you anywhere. You know, yeah. opens doors. So this is our chance to do that. But talking about Harry's razors, yeah. Harry's um, Harry's dot com. You know, they two guys, Joe and Andy. You know, they got sick of spending too much money on you know on these on these razors, which are, oh, it's it's pain. It's a pain having to buy the things. You go mm-hmm. to the supermarket. They're mm-hmm. not there on the shelf or they're locked to a thing. You've got to go and ask them to get the razors from behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Right? They treat you like a criminal. Absolutely. These people are treating you like dirt. Yeah. You're, a sh- you're Everywhere else in society, it's innocent until proven guilty, except for when you're trying to build a, buy a razor. Yeah. And then they assume you're a shoplifter, a thief, mm-hmm. a dirty thief. Yeah. Not Harry's. Sometimes they even carry it with them to the counter. Right. And and they don't even let you touch it until you've got money in your hand. Yeah, yeah. And, and they can you... see it. Sometimes they make you meet in the middle of a bridge, right? Mm-hmm. And you have the money in a bag, right? And they've got the razor there blindfolded yeah. and they push it out towards you. Sometimes they and they have a sniper set up at the end of the yeah, bridge. Yeah, <laughs> so if you a, touch that it's razor... It's got, got a laser on your chest until you've handed over the And the they suitcase. get the money and they count the money mm-hmm. there in front of you. Yeah. And then they realise that the money, because it costs so much, these razors, mm-hmm. you've only just put a layer of hundreds on the top and then underneath it's all tofu, slabs of tofu. Yeah. And then the sniper some, shoots you some, and your razor in the head. Yeah. So... Harry's razors went around that. Yeah, so they managed to, to cut out that whole system, yeah. right? And they might streamline it. In fact, Harry's have sort of almost gone the opposite in that they give you the razor for free the first when you one. buy your starter pack, Yeah, right? You just cost, pay the cost of shipping. How which much is, is that, Alistair? Andy? I don't know. I don't know. A billion dollars. A few bucks? A couple of bucks, Alistair. A few bucks. It's nothing. If you say it's couple, nothing. people associate that with two. Right, right. And then they might think two twos. 
right? Then, then, then that's four. And yeah. they might think two fours. Yeah. Yeah, so that's eight. And that's okay. starting to get big. Yeah. Well, when you say a couple, you mean a couple of fours? Yeah. No. I mean, like, a couple of ones probably at most. All right? And so they give you that for free. It's $13 worth of value. You've got your razors. You've got your travel case. Alistair, you love the travel case. Love the travel case. I also love that foam. Love yeah, that jelly that foam. foam feels so good. Oh, smells so good. Yeah, that's when I die. That's what they're going to make me out of because I would like to eat that Are foam. Are we going to eat a whole body of Andy just foam, out of that foam? foam. Andy. And foam it's not board. edible. It's not. <laughs> but it smells like it could be. Yeah, and... And he loves it, and he does eat it, and yeah. he's dying because of it. I don't know if that's true, and don't believe that. When I die, you probably won't even have to make me out of foam. I'll just be foam. That's Andy's, how much foam I've eaten. Yeah, that's great. And you get $13 worth of value. You get you get the razor, you get your weighted handles, beautiful travel case, all this mm-hmm. stuff. All right? Do yourselves a favor. Harrys.com forward slash think tank. Forward slash think tank. Harrys.com forward slash think tank. Get out there right now. Get started. Get shaving. Get smooth. Get smooth. Get smooth, baby. It doesn't, I don't care what gender you are. You shave something. Yes. Even if you aren't shaving yourself. Mm-hmm. There's buy something a in fur your life. coat. <laughs> shave that. Just for the experience. Yeah. Get one of those, like, you know those, like, those cow or, or sheep mats that you just, like a rug on the ground? Mm, mm. Those are just practice shaving opportunities. That's right. You know, and, and you don't have to shave the whole thing, but surely you don't want that whole thing to be hairy, right? You want a patch of bare skin on there yeah. somewhere. You shave yourself a little clearing in the woods. That's right. Right? And that's somewhere where you can, can lay down a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to get hair in it. Yeah, or you could eat a, lay a plate with you know, a portion of one of your recently deceased loved ones. Yes. Perfect. Maybe the cow. Harrys.com forward slash thick tank. Um, yeah, but we, we do have these four words, Alistair. Do you want to... I know, but we still words? have to come up with one other sketch. Why? Why? I thought the, fo- this, the extra sketch was included in the five sketch ideas that we yeah, come up with. I guess that was where the mistake you made. I guess making. that's where I was wrong. Yeah. Well, this whole time. No, that's all right. It's okay. So we got two eyes. Yeah. We got two ears. Yes. One butt. Yeah, one butt. But, but the two, two cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. 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 Is there anything in the body that really lacks symmetry? Well, the mouth. The mouth lacks symmetry? Well, okay, it doesn't have a lot. So you want something that's like on one side of the body that's not on the other side of the body, yeah. right? Um, I guess the heart and the appendix mm. are both asymmetrical, right? Yeah, right. And, uh, and that's about it. Like you've got your heart on one side and your appendix on the other. Maybe the spleen is a little off to one side. Maybe the... The liver is also a little. Oh, the forward, also the forward back, the forward the back. The forward back. The forward uh, back symmetry is off. Forward back, so we're not the same on the front as we are on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, no one ever claimed that was a line of symmetry, Alistair. There's no front buttock. I know, but I want the perfectly symmetrical person. Wow, symmetry is attractive. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And that so, is apparently something that the eye is drawn to, and more beautiful people are more symmetrical. And as you know about me, Andy, mm-hmm. I've often complained that, you know how, like, sometimes you, you're walking around town and you see someone from the back and you think, that's a person that I know. Yes. And, and then you go up to them and you tap them on the shoulder and you realize, oh, that's not them. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
we don't want that to happen anymore. I feel like we've already done this on the podcast, Alistair, no, that think, people have to be the same on the back as they are on the no, front. No, this is... This is, this it, is different? Well, the, uh, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm bringing in an outside idea. Yeah, okay. But this okay. is when we were coming up with a sketch idea for our show. Oh, was it? This is the guy who was trying to change the universe. Yes. And one of the ideas was that he was, he was sick of people... Looking, <laughs> people right. shouldn't be allowed to look different on the back as they do on the front mm-hmm. because why? So, if we had perfect symmetry and yes. you also just had a face on your back and a front on your back, yes. So instead of just like a plain back, because it's like it's like somebody didn't put that much work into the back, uh-huh. right? Isn't, they kind of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, w- whatever with the front. Like when the you back. see a theater, mm. a theater building, the front is always beautiful. Yeah. Right, and then you know, fantastic facade, elaborate, ornate, yeah. and then you see behind that the theater building. It's just some huge warehouse or something. Yeah, yeah. It's and like that with the back of or, the human body, or even just the the set on a theater, like this, yeah. the set of a you know, it looks like a beautiful castle. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're watching on the stage and like yeah. go behind it, it's just a panel. A panel. Maybe there's a man there holding a rope. Yeah, holding a rope <laughs> or something like that. There's and then some you guy. look at that man. Nice on the front, yeah. right? Face, eyes, all this interesting stuff. You walk around behind him. So I think maybe... A bit of hair? Look, first, you know, first theory here, God was like a set designer. Yes. And then he got into biologics. Yeah. Right? I mean, I biology. Think, I think... But what I'm saying, sorry, and, and uh-huh. hold that idea, but what I'm suggesting is back looks exactly like the front. It's not like we're putting in that much more work. Mm. We're just flipping it so there's symmetry. And I don't even want the back to be alive. So I want it to look like you're carrying a dead version of yourself, like yes. a lifeless face of yours. Yes. Yeah. I don't want it to match what your front face is doing. Okay. Right? Just neutral. <laughs> just neutral. Just resting dead face. Yeah, sort of like it might just look like you but stoned. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. And, and you're lugging it around. Also, I want back hands. Back hand. A back set of hands on the back of your hand. So you, so let's say it, it would, it would, you would have two pinkies meeting up back side to I side. I don't see why the front of the hand can't just look like the back of the hand, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, instead of having just a second hand coming off the side, yeah. but it's like limp. Yeah. <laughs> that that I really don't like. I know, yeah. but I kind of like it. So it actually just completely looks like you're carrying a dead version of yourself on your back. <sighs> Because yeah, then, okay. when you're walking around town and you see somebody, you would recognize them. I mean, that, that <laughs> from is the good. Back. That is good. Okay, and that's... And symmetry is attractive. Now, how about this, though, right? Because I think God probably meant to fill in the back, right? Yeah. If he got around to it, but he didn't have time, ran out of budget, whatever it is. I think the back deserves to have its own features. So we make up some more, mm. right? Sure, it won't be symmetrical, but at least it won't be boring, right? Yeah. And you think of, like, if we got more features on the back, that's, there's so much more that can be done in terms of fashion, cosmetics, oh, you know, yeah. um, whatever, whatever it may be, acting, you know? Of course, think yeah. Expression, personal expression. Back expression. Back expression. Thank you. The art of acting is the art of backting. <laughs> <laughs> Rebacting. Backting is rebacting. <laughs> Best supporting Bacta. Okay. <laughs> we have for the Oscars, 
we have a whole separate set of Oscars for the acting people do with their backs. And it's not it's nothing like anything we've seen on the front because no. all the features on the back, they're totally new features. They're new. They don't exist right now. Yes. Okay. Right. So there's probably going to be some openings. Yes. There's going to so, be some openings. There's the blamp. You've got a blamp on the back oh, of your so, head. So it's like a little, uh, like a light. Yes. Like a little backlight, and it, and it sort of dims and, and mm. widens and things like that. Sort of like a pupil. Dims and widens, like yeah. Like dims and widens, sort of like a pupil, but it's like a pupil with a light on it, and yeah. it's big. Yeah, yeah. Right? The ass is the only unique feature of the back. Right. You're, you're absolutely right. The ass is, yeah. Everything else is just coloring in whatever. Like, mm, oh, just like, shading a bit more of the hair. Keep that going down there, and then just pink. Just make yeah, the rest pink or whatever pink color, or, color you know, they are on the front. Skin color. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, okay, so like there'll be like a pupil light. Yeah. Um, I think if there was like sort of like not not flesh hairs. I was thinking flesh hairs. Yeah, but like a kind of a flesh hair, but that 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 have like something that kind of make a move, like a you know, like coral. Mm. You know, maybe if you touch them, they suck back in. Yeah. What about just a, like a line of that down the middle of the back of the head? Oh yeah. Okay. I was thinking on the back because I mean, oh, having, yeah, I yeah. was thinking the the pupil the pupil light was on the back. Yeah. Well, that's there back as of the well. Head. Sorry, back yeah. of the head. You could you'd have both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you had like an array of pupil lights. Yes. You know, it kind of it's a, it's a bit cuttlefish kind of mm, uh, interesting, you know, squiddy a little bit like you know maybe because then you could really like do patterns and. You know, widen up, do it just a full. You could do full fog light. I tell you full, what, I'm really excited about this back. Yeah. These back features. And I actually think they're they're already sounding quite a bit more exciting to me than any of the features that we have on the front. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and also those little flesh hairs. Yeah. If you were laying on your back, you could walk like a millipede. Like it could just carry you around like a millipede. Like in a scene from a cartoon where ants are stealing a picnic. <laughs> That's right. Or a person at the picnic. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked those scenes. Me I don't know too. what it was. People always look so peaceful. <laughs> when they're being taken away. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, it's like kind of like when you're falling out of a building. At some mm-hmm. point, there's just an acceptance. Yeah. yeah the same thing happens when you get carried away by ants mm. to their nest. I want something that could curl up on the back. It'd be good as well, um, you know. I mean, like some kind of like back of leg hands, or, or like I, I guess like, you know, sort of the way that an elephant trunk can kind of curl yeah, up yeah, and yeah, act yeah. No, like we've a hand. That on the podcast. But what about? It's just kind of like a, like a flap, just like a dangling flap of skin. I was thinking exactly this. Yeah. it starts. It kind of starts at the maybe the like the back of the thigh mm. and it just kind of dangles down sort of like a kind of like a ribbon that you would dangle like you know like a like for a king or something like that you I'm know, like, thinking like a roller blind you know or the oh. the, 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 the lid of a can, old fashioned can of sardines something you can roll up and down oh yeah 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 I mean like I picture it rolling like a can mm. of sardines like mm. that I mean if it, if it kind of like just sat near the top of your leg in a spiral sometimes, yeah. you know, like, and then you could just let it go. When you're relaxed, it kind of just it droops. It flops down. It flops yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, it sounds useful. It, like, <laughs> I mean, but you could pick up things with it maybe, like, and hold it in the spiral. Well, you know what would actually be good, It's though? like a forked tongue. If it was in your lower back, mm. right, above your buttocks, yeah. and rolled down across your ass, yeah. this is like you got an, you got a flap to cover Built. your ass. Oh, yeah, right. I was picturing, like, like if I was picturing him sort of th- thin like a... 
like a like about a belt. Yeah. And I if am- you could, if they were started at the top of your bed, and it's oh, and it they they go all the way around. Oh no, they go all the, just around just the back. Just the back. Sorry, just the back. <laughs> they go down the back, and they kind of like act like a like a hula skirt. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But they're forked at the end, sort of like a like a number one prize ribbon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we got we got that sorted yeah. out. So, yeah. So then we have um, we've got some back features. We got some back features. Oh yeah, more back features, uh, unique, yeah. and and obviously then th- those allow for a lot of expression for the number one for best act actor. Yeah. I think it's great. Best supporting I, I almost actor. want God to come to come back, right? God arrives. God ex- reveals Himself again in the sky and says, "Hey, everyone! Thanks so much for getting on without me. I'm Ooh. sorry. I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I know. I I always meant to finish the back. Anyway, <laughs> that's kind of why Jesus needs to come back. Yeah, He's coming back. Mm. <laughs> what it means, He's coming for the back to finish the back. Yes. Um. No, that's uh... okay. We got to do these three words. Um, we have three words from Jack Henderson. I, I don't believe we've done these. Um, uh, thank you, Jack, for sending in your words through Patreon. Thank I think so this much, is from Jack. ages ago, and I may have for, we may have forgotten to do them. Well, Jack, you, it's going to be worth it. Or we've done them, and we've completely forgotten that Great, we've done them. That too. It doesn't matter. Life. It turns out we don't remember most of it now. Um, all right. So there's diffusing. Yes. There's bombs. Yes. And there's situations. These are our three words. Diffusing okay. bombs situations. Now, so he had put a slash in between as if like to suggest it could be either, but it's both. A bomb or a situation. Now, yeah. what I want to know, Alistair, yeah. is it defusing or is it diffusing? Because mm. you've been pronouncing it diffusing. Yeah. Uh, defusing. Is that how I... You, you've been saying diffusing. Diffusing. Like, like something would diffuse, like the urine of your uh, your dehydrated man in the ocean sure, diffuses. Sure. But then there's de- def- defuse, yeah, like right. you would a bomb. I mean, I think that's a that's at least the starting point of a sketch. Because <laughs> somebody think, who's diffusing yeah, defusing a bomb, diffusing a bomb. Yeah, you just spread the bomb around <laughs> over as much area as possible, so that when it blows up, mm. right, it only blows up. A little bit everywhere, and people just get a little bit of spring in their step, but nobody is killed. <laughs> so wait, so it's still functioning as a bomb despite it's kind of been made into a cloud. I know it's amazing, isn't it? Look, here's <laughs> here's how I'm seeing it at the moment. So either this guy has some kind of laser that allows him to break the bonds between the the atoms in yes. this thing, yes, right, or some kind of telekinetic powers. Sure, right. He's got a telekinetic powers, but he needed a job. Yeah. Right? This is what happens in the real world. Yeah. Right? I mean, once people are done studying people for their weird things, mm-hmm. plus being studied, that doesn't pay the rent. That's right. Right? <laughs> right? So even like, so it turns even out. Even Alistair, when he was, you know, involved in the mosquito thing, sticking his arm into a cage for science. It was $15 for a cage. $15 Coles voucher. For his blood. So for my blood. You know, it's not a lot. So, but, okay, so he's diffusing bombs. This is what he mm. uses. He works for the police. You probably had more tongues inside you than anyone. Or well, at least more proboscises. Yeah. Yeah. Proboscide? <laughs> Proboscide. Proboscide. So, 
So it's diffuses bombs. Look, def- I, diffuses. diffuses. But Alistair, I don't actually like that idea. I think that these three words are so good and there's so much potential in them that but, we just like for com- com- sheer comedy, obviously, and like the gift that we've been given here by Jack, he's given us a real gift. He's given us a gift. Is is the is the very strong and good sketch idea mm. of a person who will diffuse an awkward situation using a bomb using a bomb yeah. thank you <laughs> so things get awkward you've just you've you've asked somebody what what where they're mm. from what Call they do the bomb diffuses yeah they come they have a bomb yeah <laughs> suddenly no one's talking about your career or your love life yeah it's or whether or not you're pregnant Nobody cares the fact that you thought that person was pregnant mm-hmm. because we've got more pressing issues. There's a bomb. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's the it's ultimate pr- distraction. It's an app. It's an online service. Mm-hmm. It's the Uber of distractions. You dial in someone who will call in a bomb threat, who will show up with a gun, who or just will set, set off fi- a small exactly. bomb. Exactly. Set off a small bomb. Or a big bomb. A big bomb. You know, you're at the park. You're playing. You're watching your kid play on the equipment. Yes. Another parent arrives. They've got a kid. Yes. You ask, how old's your kid? They go, oh, yeah, they're six. You go, how, they also, how old's your kid? And they go, two. Like that. You go, oh, cool. You go to daycare near here? They go, yes. You've run out of things to say. <laughs> okay. Air, air strike. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> a, a, like a, a private commercial use for fighter jets. Exactly. And now that conversation, that's not awkward anymore, okay? Think of all the things you've got to talk about. Run. Have you seen my child? Yeah. Um, where's a good safe place? Where's the nearest bomb shelter? Exactly. Is that your leg? Yeah. You know? uh, is that my leg? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I accidentally got your leg. Oh, this is awkward. Call in another bomb threat. Bam, bam, bam. Okay. Reset. Perfect. It's the ultimate reset to any conversation. Thanks very much, uh, Thank Jack, Jack Henderson. Alistair, that. do you want to take us through the ideas? All right, we've got removing people's skin as a form of uh, demilitarization. Mm-hmm. The next, after you take people's guns away, after you know, yes. then you take their skin to make them even more sensitive to lower the amount of violence that they even want to perpetrate. They probably don't even want to move that much because they can't. Their nerves are exposed. Yes, and, you know, maybe you could allow like you know they say there's like a lot of layers of skin. You could leave like one or two. Great. You know, just enough to like, so it's like the oxygen doesn't burn your your nerves or whatever. Mm. You know, it's a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that might be enough to, you know, get rid of some of the weaker bacteria. Exactly. We want people to be healthy. Yeah. Then we got, uh, you know, obviously it's it's the present and the future of uh, of pr- primary school kids. You know, grade two. What are they learning instead of, you know, drawing and things like that? Well, mm. they're doing CRISPR. Yeah. They're doing big data science, right? They're doing deep fakes. <laughs> they're doing um, you know, like they're getting in straight in they're 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 probably like But it's all a kid's version. It's a kid's version a version. It's all like you know, it's the duplo of if Lego is you know, high level genetic manipulation, this is the duplo. Sure. I I still think that they're like they're making a pig with sausage nipples and things like that. Yeah, sure. You know, and but they're um, mo- they're using sort of basic building blocks. Yeah, and you know maybe life. like they're they're doing like real like you know, ad- like they're still doing kind of like advanced things, but it's like 
with kid-looking sort of toy stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're doing, like, ecological climate hacking. Yeah, great. You know, they're finding ways of, of, of you know, uh, creating microclimates in different areas to mm-hmm. lower combat. the temperature and combat. Global yeah, things warming. like that. Or, you know, increase the effectiveness of the local, um, like, wind farms or something like that. Yeah, great. Um, and then, obviously, we have the cheese-on-toast comfort one-to-one ratio. Mm-hmm. And that's when you... You know, when you lose something or someone... You can you, replace it with the equivalent weight in cheese on toast. Weight and shape. Yeah, and the half sketch that adds to that and is also an, uh, equally as good is, you, you know, when you get together after a family member dies, you and your family make that person out of their favorite food and you all eat them together. Yeah. Um, then obviously we have the White Culture Institute. Uh, that, you know, white people constantly being criticized not having any culture. Well, they're finally putting an end to that by creating an institute that, whose job is to create new original culture stuff, mm-hmm. uh, including eating your lost family members yeah. and things like that. Then we have the uh, backfront human symmetry uh, concept, fixing <laughs> fixing the pro- problems that God... My favorite sketches are always the most practical. Yeah, fixing the problems that, uh, that, that God forgot to, uh, yeah. like the problems with un- uh, the unfinished back of our bodies. Yeah. I like I, I'm I'm still rooting for God to arrive to do this Himself. Yeah, obviously there's a chance. Back. There's a chance, and obviously you that's know. what you know. That's basically the core tenet of Christianity. I was meant to get around to it. And then obviously we have the other idea, which is the unique back features, mm. which is you know we do it ourselves, and we just find some great new features for the back to have mm. uh, the light pupils, the little crawly hair, fleshy hairs, yeah. and. Um, you know the 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 dangly sort of uh, first prize ribbons on, that dangle off the, either the back of your legs or the bottom of your back and things like that. The the ass hole definitely feels like something that was just like a, a, a temporary measure. Yeah, it was just know? thrown together. And then all the stuff would just come out like a hole or something for the time yeah, being. And I'll we'll just sort I'll, that out we'll later just, and I'll we'll work something else this, out. Yeah, in, in this between these two pillows. <laughs> yeah, it's like between these two couch cushions. And then obviously we've got the uh, bomb diffuser app, mm. which is you know, diffuses awkward situations by dropping a bomb or, you know, calling in a bomb threat. Or I feel like there are other things they can offer. You know, there'd be a sliding scale. Just like a, a single gunshot? Yeah, a gunshot. <laughs> or like throw a knife that like like lands near your head. <laughs> I gotta go, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> instead of asking, instead of telling people at a party, sorry, I just need to go to the bathroom. It's, I'm fleeing for my life. Yeah. I have to go, I'm currently being oh, hunted. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, there's a, there's a live gunman. Yeah, we have an active shooter situation. We have an active shooter situation and I got to go. Here we go. Always with the active shooter. Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Think Tank. Tank. We're on social medias. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. I'm at Alistair TB, and we're at Two in Tank. You can find us on Facebook as well. You can find us on Patreon.com slash Two in Tank, where you can donate money. If you donate three dollars, you can uh, you can uh, you know give some words. I think we've run out of. I think we may have run out of words. So anybody who wants to send back in some words, you can yeah. do that too. Um, we enjoy your contributions and. Uh, it's a good way of helping support the show and these people. That's, that these is people us. is us? Is us, yeah. <laughs> um, 
and George, who edits the podcast. And um, we uh, we want you to go to harrys.com forward slash think tank and buy a razor if you can. Yeah, and uh, I believe that uh, we, we love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.